Want to know more about what your favorite ninjas have on their minds? Check out the American Ninja Warrior podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts, and it's a great listen for any Ninja Warrior fan. Yeah. Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harchie. And we're back for another week of your favorite, um, like, eight asterisk sports podcast. I wear maybe, like, an M with, like, seven asterisks, just so you can kind of, like, get a hint at what my code is. Um, and this week... <laughs> this week, um, I, I like that you avoided saying the word. That sounds kind of Ohio state to me, but I also feel like it's appropriate for today. Um... Well, we're going to go with, like, vacated, but we're very much, like, not vacated, like, yeah. vacated is. Well, we are kind of, like, rooting for vacated today, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this week, um, obviously, we have a lot to talk about. Um, we are recording the morning after Michigan Sweet 16 lost to Texas Tech, so we're going to unpack that a little bit, but also try not to make ourselves cry throughout the duration of the podcast, so probably talk about some better stuff, too. Also, stick around to the end, because... We have an interview with the onesie guy. If you guys have ever watched a Michigan basketball game, which most of you probably have, otherwise this podcast is probably really boring to you. Um, <laughs> most Michigan basketball games or home games, there's this guy in the Maze Rage section who's wearing a Michigan onesie and sunglasses, and he's like holding up a whiteboard. So we like immersed ourselves in a day in his life by taking the bus that he takes to class every day. So if you guys want to live the true onesie guy experience, stick around to the end of this podcast. <laughs> Um, okay, so, so yeah, we're going to, like, start out on a high note. Yes. Kind of. Sort of. Yeah. Or just to, like, ease you in to, like, unpacking yesterday. And that's just going to be to, like, recap the round of 32. So if you guys remember, about 20 million years ago. Doesn't it feel like that? Like, basketball, like, was so far removed for, like, even though it was, like, four days. Yeah, no, I honestly, But it felt like, like an eternity. I couldn't remember which one was the round of 32 and which was the round of 64. I was like, I just remember, like, we played two basketball games. <laughs> they both went pretty well. Um, we beat Florida in the round of 32, 64 to 49. That, my friends, is a double-digit win. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of cute and adorable. Okay, like, it was, like, much improved in the second half because I was kind of, like, nervous, honestly, for the first half. But we were able to like, clear our bench out. Which is like so, like in a good positive way. Yes, <laughs> like the kind of clearing that you want to see. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. Like Jordan Poole, like went off and had himself a game, nineteen also, points. Like, yeah, he had nineteen points. I want to know what his three point percentage was because I felt like he was just chucking them up every ten seconds and. <laughs> Apparently, some of them went in, but maybe I was just being pessimistic. Maybe that was like 19 for 20 or something. I'm just going to not look at the stats and give that to you, Jordan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're, our field goal percentage was 42.1%, which is pretty dang good. Um, we'll unpack the Texas Tech game later so you can have a comparison. Uh, but yeah, it was just a fun game. and It was fun to see all the little babies out there. Um, I was like, this is March. That was my thought process. What was your thought process? Um, honestly, I was like, this is March. Basically, because we got to go back to the Sweet 16, third year in a row. And um, that's actually, like, quite a feat to, like, make, like, a run, like, consistently to the Sweet 16 for three years. Um, 
Yeah. Just like to put like into perspective, so the teams from the Final Four last year, none of them made it to the Sweet 16 except for Michigan. So like remember that and like think positive vibes on that. Go friggin' blue, my friends. Yeah. Okay. So now we'll like just like yeah, we're gonna have to do it, everybody. I'm so sorry that you have to like relive this experience. But we, but we're gonna be here for you. Yeah, we're and if gonna, it's tough for you, just know that we're here. It, tough for us also but gotta do it you know you can't quit on everything just because yesterday was the worst day of our entire existence i mean we've had like many days like that as like a michigan fan yeah honestly i'm like kind of used to it you should have seen how mature we were we like, were we so mature like yeah well honestly like i was mature like after i came back from like hiding in a corner for like 10 minutes yeah, I like, but like I like left the room and like when we were like after the game and walking home, we were just like, you know, it was a good season, and I'm thankful for Michigan basketball. And I don't think last year we would have had that kind of maturity. So, I mean, it definitely didn't. You like exposed my story about me post the Nanati. That's true. Yeah, so, like I, yeah, it was it was good. I think it was just because of the environment. Also, I wasn't like surrounded by like Texas Tech fans. Much like there's like Villanova fans all over the place, so That's I couldn't true. like calm down like as quickly as I did. Anyways, so to like recap it, obviously we lost sixty three to forty four. And if you're um not related to an Ohio State fan, this is the you get like woken up to a text basically from your brother who is an Ohio State fan, um, sending you a picture from Instagram off of like elite college football, basically calling us out because. With, like, two minutes left in the second half, um, Texas Tech had 63, and we had 40. And to take you back to um, November for Michigan football, <laughs> just to, like, this is what I woke up to, okay? Remember how we lost to Ohio State 62-39? to 39? Well, was that? it was awful. Um, so he, like, sent me a message comparing the two of them because I remember being like oh my god 62 to 39 could be a basketball score and lo and behold we lost 63 to 44 ultimately but you know that wasn't that far off from our like embarrassing ugly loss to Ohio State back in November so if you're like sad with that you can like reach out to us and we can like we have yeah. your back, honestly. Yeah, like, where are you going with, like, if you're sad like that? I'm like, is this supposed to be encouraging to me? Um, we're, like, here for you is what we're saying. Yes, we are here for you. We're taking our, like, newfound, like, maturity and, like, we're going to move forward. We're kind of zen, honestly. Honestly, I think, like, you know what's, like, really weird? Do you want to hear something weird? Yeah. I kind of, like, feel, like, deep in my soul. I'm scared, but yeah. <laughs> Remember after the Penn State loss and how like, yes, how awful I was? Yes. That's it's what so I call growth, people. I didn't block Michigan. I um oh. kind of want to block all the teams that I followed when I like blocked Michigan because they're all like vibing the Elite Eight. And I'm like, how did I do that? Um, but you know, I'm taking like a stand this time. So I grew up a lot over this season, and I think we should all be proud of me. <laughs> Personal growth. Way to go, Harley. Thank you. Um, oh, other you... thing? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. It was just like, I think I deleted an email from FASA by accident. 
Oh. <laughs> so it's just like a personal story. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go look for it and want it back. Um, oh, another. Yeah. <laughs> Don't me listen to Hannah. Okay. So the thing about this game that I think made it a better and worse loss is that really from the get-go we didn't have a whole lot of hope obviously throughout the first half it was kind of back and forth between who the leading scorer was but knowing this Michigan team usually we don't pull ahead in games like that it's usually when we win we're leading from the get-go so it definitely wasn't one of those close games where like your heart's racing the whole time and you don't know what's going to happen we kind of accepted pretty early on in the second half that this was our last game and I mean, obviously, I don't know the mentality of, like, the players and the team. I'm sure they were still pulling for a comeback. But we were like, yeah, this team does not come back from deficits. Um, So, honestly, as embarrassing as it was, like, as a Michigan fan, you hate to see that, like, televised and, like, be this huge game where everyone's watching Michigan and that, like, their perception of the team. It was nice for, like, our heart rates that, like, we had all that time to process it and it didn't come down to this last second like heart attack thing um just a stat to show you how this game went our three-point percentage was 5.3 percent um our season average for threes is 35.1 percent and we were so we were one for 19 from the three and that one point goes out to cj baird and i like did some math this morning are you impressed you did math i like woke up this morning and did math this was like the first thing i didn't sleep yeah, no, I like I didn't sleep. I mean, I I slept, but no, nah, I didn't really sleep. But I woke up this morning not by my alarm, just of my own accord because I couldn't sleep. And I did math. So our season average for these is thirty five point one percent. So I did the math, and so we're one for nineteen from the three. If we had shot our season average with threes, we would have had twenty more one more points, and the score would have been sixty three to sixty five, and we would have won. So that goes down to everyone's, like, Texas Tech's defense, like, suffocated Michigan. But I'm, like, not really because a lot of those were open shots that were just not falling. And I don't know what that comes down to, but some days our team is just really not hot and the shots just don't fall. And I don't really want to credit the other defense to that. I just want to credit our team's, like, on and off tendencies with shooting, specifically with three-point shooting. Yeah, it also like bothered me as well. There, because I personally think like holding a team to sixty three points is like right around where our like average was for our defense. Like, anyways, so like it wasn't like Texas Tech was like like exuberantly better. It was just like they could actually like get their shots to like fall, and so it wasn't like so much so that like they beat us because of their own like defensive like integrity which like they definitely have a great defense yeah yeah, yeah. and that's the thing they and have one of the best defenses in the country so we could like, we wouldn't have cut it but i really don't think they was, deserve it was like um it was very much the opposite of last year's sweet 16 where like our offense was just stellar so like it kind of made me feel like texas a&m like i'm pretty sure like that's how they felt because they came off of a stellar win knocking down unc last year and then 2018 um tournament and then they came to us and we just went off and um it must have been like awful to like have to play all 40 minutes of that. And so perspective is key, I guess. And, you know, if your offense is just 
we like never got it started, honestly. Um, and before CJ came in, we were obviously 0 of 18 from the three, and that was the worst um, we've ever been in an NCAA tournament. Um, so I mean, yeah, like so obviously it was just our offense. I mean, we can tie it into like a multitude of factors. We had like over 11 turnovers. Um, in the regular season, we averaged around nine, and. We had 14 turnovers. No, well, I, like, blocked out the rest of the game, honestly, but sure. We had 14 total. I remember when we got to 11, I was like, dang. Um, that was our – I think they said something, like, in the entire tournament up until now we've had 11 turnovers total, but I don't know if that's right. Something something was relevant about 11. I think, yeah, relevant in the 11 was that um, in the tournament we had – we started to average around 11 per game when during the regular season we were at, like, nine. And – um. So I think I mean we can credit um, Texas Tech for being the superior team like yesterday, but honestly, I think it would have been a much better game if our offense had been on like it usually is. Um, well, not usually, I guess, more consistently. Um, I mean, yeah, we have games sometimes where it's literally just like raining threes. Like remember that game where Xavier and like John Teske for some reason like were like hitting all their threes and it was weird. Yeah. Um, that's what, what? Yeah. That's yeah. what it's like to have like an offense that like you know that exists and it's just super, super frustrating when you see it um not even like arrive in California apparently. Well, and that's the other thing is this team like consistently does not perform well after a break where they haven't played in a while. So it was kind of scary going into this anyway because we knew that was a problem that they have. Um also side okay so our leading scorer was Iggy he had 17 points which is a good game for him so shout out Iggy Charles Matthews had 12 which is also that's good for Charles Matthews um everyone else I don't know like I literally don't understand what was going on we had three points off the bench and all the points belonged to CJ Baird <laughs> um Xavier, three that I didn't even think went in yeah, I know people started I like cheering and I was like that ball didn't go in and they're like CJ got the three and was like what no <laughs> I saw them like when the score changed and there were like three more points I was like are they just giving that to us to be nice because I swear <laughs> I saw it bounce off the rim not even like an air ball like I swear I saw it bounce off but um I guess it went in um also Xavier had and like I don't know he like tried to hook it a couple times and like missed which he doesn't usually miss those so something in the air you guys <laughs> Honestly, I'm there. I'm starting to think that's what it is. Um. Yeah. Um, also, just like credit to Texas Tech, I guess they had a 31.6 percent um, from the three, so that is still worse than our season average. But I mean, it worked for that game. So shout out to them. They also only had eight turnovers, and we had 14. So yeah. Um, Okay, so really fast, just to, like, make you guys, like, happier, I guess, or, like, make you think we're idiots, we're going to show – before the game, we recorded our pregame predictions with the onesie guy, so you are going to hear the onesie guy voice for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to cut to that really fast, and then we'll be back to talk about more stuff. <laughs> and then now we're just going to really quickly – but Michigan is playing Texas Tech in the Sweet 16, like, shortly. So what are all of our thoughts? You can go first. <laughs> oh, no. 
No, that's my only thought. So. <laughs> uh, I think we have a chance. Like, um, Texas Tech has got the one good uh, offensive guy. I think Culver, <laughs> I think, is his name. Yeah. So if we can shut him down, then we think we'd be okay. But and like, but if, if Texas Tech tries to shut down Iggy or Charles, we've always got Jordan or Isaiah or even Teske. So we got options. Whereas Texas Tech really doesn't. Yeah. So I think that might be the difference. So it comes down to depth, is what I'm hearing. Uh, or like, do you have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe just more options. Maybe our depth is like three people. <laughs> um. All right, my my thoughts are Harley. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I'm scared. Okay, so I can't even like remember because like basketball feels like it was like 50 years ago, even though it was definitely just like last weekend. But but like being like removed from like having basketball every day has been like very weird. Um, but a lot of people are concerned about. Um, who we would face in, like, the second round. So, um, and, like, Texas Tech looming over us, like, since, like, the beginning, since the brackets were released. Um, I think this will be probably the biggest challenge we've had yet. But hopefully it goes, like, our way, much like they channel, like, the energy of last year's Sweet 16, because I would love a repeat of that. Honestly, yeah. But honestly, since we haven't had, like, really a game that's, like, gone down to the – to the wire yet, <laughs> much like most games last year in the tournament run, I feel like we're due for one of those, which is kind of why I'm scared. Ew. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes yeah. we like just kind of like fold in on ourselves, and that's true. If like yeah. Charles Matthews and Iggy have had two good games in a row, like I'm kind of scared <laughs> that we're gonna have like a Florida State from last year. Remember that game in the Elite Eight? I think I blocked it out. Oh wait, yes. Was, was that the game that you called me crying after? I, no, that was that was actually Texas A and M. That was a good game. I'm pretty sure I cried after the Elite Eight game too. Okay. Mostly because we were going on to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or let's see. Like, I don't know how many games it is, but we've gone two wins and then a loss, and then two wins and then a loss, and two wins and then a loss. Oh. I think I think we've done that three times now. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's just mean. Um, I don't want to have any thoughts. I was like, now I it's your turn to like fork over the thoughts. Okay, so my thoughts are I don't <laughs> think I'm gonna enjoy watching it. I think it's gonna be really scary. But also I didn't enjoy like the first half of Florida. So Oh my god, that was so stressful. It was so stressful. Even though we're up by ten. And we're so I was like, we're, this is not Because everyone was just chucking like, three. Uh, there was, was so no bad. basketball being played. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, you gotta give your thoughts, man. Those were my thoughts. They're like nothing. Well, <laughs> um, my thoughts are let's let's play some basketball. Let's go blue. I'm impressed you guys haven't said vibe yet. This whole time. Let's vibe the vibes. <laughs> All right, any last thoughts from the onesie guy? Um. Yeah, today, tonight might be a big, big oh. But is it going to be like an oh? You don't say oh happily. You just like oh, let me just squeeze right by you real quick. It could be the first good oh. All right, so context. We were talking about what, like things we say all the time. And 
these two obviously say vibe all the time. Yeah. Of course. I say oh way too much. Like even more so than a, like a normal Midwesterner should. Just way too much. So. Did you ever put it on the whiteboard? <laughs> I did. I did put it up. I made fun of UNC because they don't say oh during their oh. game this year. I don't think no, that might have been good luck. Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> Okay, so really quick, we wanted to add this in. The onesie guy, who you can follow him on Twitter at Michigan underscore onesie. Yeah, Michigan underscore onesie. So yep. hit him with a follow. Um, he gave us his post-game reaction so that we can uh, let you guys all know. Uh, his reaction is, oof, I want to die. And then like five minutes later, he adds, but it was still a good season overall. So yeah, that's the official opinion from onesie guy. That's like... Pretty accurate. It kind of felt the same way. Yeah, me too. So can't confirm. Also, as we were leaving uh, the game, a car dro- it was like really gross and rainy, and then oh, a car yeah. drove by, and it was playing that Logic song, and the only line that we heard as it drove by was like, I don't want to be alive. <laughs> and we were like, this is so symbolic. It was like pouring rain at one point, but like we like missed it. But yeah. we're like, when it rains, it like pours. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. And then like Logic. <laughs> Okay, that's all. (laughs) So we just really fast wanted to um, impart some of our wisdom upon you guys. Uh, We have been talking about the bigger picture and about how it's all about perspective. Obviously, this season is disappointing on paper. We didn't win either of the conference championships. We um, or the conference titles. We got swept by state, and we didn't make it past the Sweet 16. Um, So, like, that's, like, not a great way to remember the season but it was honestly like such a good harley's looking at me so inquisitively right now like if you ignore those like it just sucks because those are the factors that people tend to define michigan basketball by but like if you actually look at the season as a whole like we had a really good season and i'm it's kind of great to be a michigan wolverine (laughs) yeah going off of that like we had another 30-game win season, the fifth time ever in school history, third under John Beeline. So, like, we honestly have something to be really proud of. Um, and my biggest thing is, like, when somebody brought up that this was our rebuilding year, like, this was a rebuilding year. Like, if you look at what we achieved in what is honestly a rebuilding year, I, it's, like, incredible to, like, make it to the Sweet 16. And I think that we just got so used to winning in such, like, stellar fashion that we completely forgot that, like, this team is, like, new and trying to, like, feel itself out and to try and determine, like, who they are. And to achieve 30 wins like that, I'm honestly so proud of them. You never left the top 10, right? No. You were in the top 10 the entire season, and that's after losing, like, all these players who were so important to the identity of our team. Like, if you think about last year, like, we had Mo, Duncan Robinson, Muhammad, probably. Those are, like, the main three. Those are our main three, like, offensive um, keys. Yeah, and, like, they were, like, a huge percentage of all of our points every game, so – like to have Iggy come in and be such an immediate contributor and then to see the growth in players like John Teske and Xavier Simpson yeah. is like actually incredible that we got to witness all of that. And I feel like you remember like 
it was so disrespectful to me personally. Like, they didn't even have us in the top 10 um, in the preseason right before this season started, oh, yeah. even though we finished runner-up. That's because they saw, like, how we, like, lost, like, three of our offensive weapons, and they, like, didn't even give us the benefit of the doubt. And, like, we obviously, like, proved them wrong, like, consistently throughout the season, like, especially with those beatdowns that we had against Villanova and UNC. Like, remember those good times because that – like gave us like hope and like and honestly like another like thing to like consider is like we finished fifth last year in the big 10 um and this year i think we're a three seed yeah we finished three overall and if you want to like be like okay but what about the iffy scheduling of like purdue then honestly we're a two um (laughs) so Look at that, like improvement alone from like last year. We were we finished better in the Big Ten than last year's national runner-up. Like, guys, that's why I feel like I don't feel as awful as I feel like I should after this game. Like, it's not weighing down on me as heavy as it should because I have like stepped back and like realized this moment is that we did astronomically better than what everyone, maybe even like me myself, thought we would. We proved the haters wrong, maybe. And like honestly, most of these people are coming back. So like, look at what we get. This, you know, it's a rebuilding year because likely, I honestly don't think we're gonna lose anyone next year. Like, unless like someone transfers, but like, I don't think we're losing anyone to the NBA next year. Um, And we don't have any like true seniors. So that's like the definition of a rebuilding year when we have all of our main contributors likely returning. Um, obviously there are still some question marks, but that's my guess is that everyone will be returning. Um, and we have like some freshman recruits or at least one freshman recruit coming in who could be an immediate contributor. This is like next year is going to be our year, but also like this year was kind of our year and last year. Yeah. So I, what are your favorite memories from Michigan basketball this year? Michigan football? No. Okay, I thought you said football, and I was like, um, <laughs> maybe like none. <laughs> um, my favorite memes from um, this past season um, were honestly like pick any game that like was just all like Xavier Simpson, and those were my favorites because he got all the glory and the recognition, and like that's my favorite person in the whole wide world. Um. Um, obviously, like, I loved whenever, like, any of the announcers, like, freaked out over his hook shot because I'm like, yeah, like, obviously. Oh. Something my dad pointed out the other day, though, that's, like, kind of annoying is that every time Xavier makes a hook shot, like, the announcers feel the need to, like, chuckle about it. Like, ha, 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 there's Xavier Simpson in his hook shot. And it's, like, so annoying because you don't laugh whenever anyone else scores, but they, like, feel the need to, like, chuckle about Xavier Simpson. And it's kind of demeaning and annoying, but, Yeah. Oh, and that's just coming from the perspective of, like, Michigan fans who are, like, used to it. But, honestly, it's for people that don't watch Michigan consistently, and they're like, this is what this is. Um, I guess. Um, but, like, obviously, like, anytime he had the recognition of anybody, I love those games because I am just going to champion Xavier Simpson forever and ever. Um, honestly, I really enjoyed the first two games of the Big Ten Tournament. Those were just, like, we just, like, flexed, and it was, like, so beautiful. And, of course, like, I really loved um, when we played Villanova and UNC in, like, November. Those are, like, definitely my highlights. 
I think my highlights for the season are um oh sorry so it just said reconnected so I hope all of that was like recording but um I hope that all of my or I hope I think that my highlights for the season were at the beginning of the season when we had that win streak for like ever that was eventually like came to an end thanks to Wisconsin but it was like crazy because I don't usually follow basketball that closely at the beginning of the season I'm like all about March and the Michigan honestly doesn't usually give me much to follow at the beginning of the season it's sort of like I can watch this game if I like have time but I don't feel any obligation to watch every single game but it was so cool that we had a season this year where every single game I felt like obligated to watch it because I was like this is it like everything is like happening right now and I think that's so cool that they gave us such a fun run at the beginning of the season that we could just like like that was such a fun team to watch back in like November and December and early January um obviously other teams began to improve and it got a little tougher later on but like the way this team played at the beginning of the season was unreal and I will always look back fondly on that that's a good point this team also like had the best start in school history of any Michigan basketball team. I'm going to cry. This is like, I'm like I honestly didn't expect so this proud of them. to be so sentimental, but like, this is like super cool. Like, just mean, like, if you like just reminisce on these like positive like memories, like, honestly, it can really help work through yesterday. Um, so that's our pro tip today. At go some back point, and like watch one of these games. Like, honestly, yes. go watch, rewatch like the UNC game, go rewatch Villanova, honestly, go rewatch like Montana. There's so many games you can watch, and that's amazing. Yeah, this is honestly, like, so, so nice. Yeah. What else am I going to say? All right. So moving forward, hindsight is only 2020. So see you in Atlanta, everybody. My hot take. Wow. Hindsight is 2020 because next year's 2020. Yeah. That was so clever. I'm so proud of you. That was so good. Thank How you. long had you been like planning saying that? Um, I wrote it down. <laughs> so I was like mega looking forward to it. Honestly, so hopefully you join us in Atlanta as well. Yes, I'm excited. Also, a shout out to the team for not making it to the final four because I already used up my two absences in English 314 and like I was going to have to use another and I don't know what I would have done. And honestly, um, shout out to the team as well, because I'd much rather go to Atlanta for like a fun vacation. And then um, also, um, yeah, I used up all my absences and I have no money. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for coming back home early. <laughs> so all is well that ends well. Okay, we're going to go to commercial and we'll be back after this. It's the most wonderful time of the year. College football time. The official kickoff is right around the corner and preseason is already underway. So what teams are looking tired? Which coaches are in the hot seat? Who are this year's star players? It's never too early to think about opening week's must-see contests. But the big question is, how are you going to watch? Try Sling TV. With Sling TV, you can catch the college games your football-loving heart desires. You'll get great coverage at the lowest price, live, in the comfort of your own home. Sling Orange gives you ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPN3. And for just $10 more, you'll get the full coverage sports extra with instant access to SEC Network, Pac-12, and more. Stream college football live with Sling TV and don't miss out. When you sign up now, you'll get your first month for only $15. Just go to sling.com slash vox CFB. Hurry, it's starting. That's sling.com slash vox CFB. 
This episode is brought to you by Invite. We pass down a lot to our children, our features, our wisdom, our treasured possessions. But there could be more you're passing down without knowing it. Even if you and your partner have no personal or family history of genetic conditions, your child could still be at risk of inheriting one. Get a carrier screen today to understand everything that's in your genes with Invite. Learn more at Invite.com. That's I-N-V-I-T-A-E.com. We're back. Also, I really like how I just said we're going to go to commercial because I don't think they're called commercials, but I just wanted Harley to know why I was saying we'll be back after this because I didn't know why. Well, like, if you say we'll be back after this, I understand what you're saying. I know, but we're, we're like sitting farther away from each other than we usually do. And I feel like we've lost some of our like connection. I don't think we have because okay. I'm just like gazing at you the whole time. I'm like, honestly, it's like I can see your face now for the first time ever. This is your first time seeing my face. Your side profile. That's true. We usually just both stare at the computer screen. We have a new setup. Um, let us know if you like it. <laughs> you can't even see. Okay, whatever. Okay, so there's other basketball stuff to talk oh, about because yeah. apparently Michigan isn't the only team that exists. Um, so yesterday, also in the Sweet 16, our boys, PP and the Ducks, Oregon, um, they lost to UVA. We watched maybe the last two seconds, um, which dragged on pretty long as those close games do and I was really thankful that that wasn't ours didn't come down to like free throws at the end like that because that's the most irritating thing ever but we did see um they're like Peyton Pritchard goes up to the line and we're like PP himself (laughs) (laughs) and that was like the extent of what we watched but I was so impressed by the fight they put up against UVA that was very impressive um yeah not to like expose UVA, but like, oof, <laughs> watch your back, man. Yeah, I mean, I've been out of you exposed like, getting to the elite after like being like iffy last year, but yeah. they're gunning for you, man. Iffy. Um, also, uh, Purdue is in the elite eight. Honestly, I am so shook by this because I didn't have them going past like the round of sixty-four. <laughs> either we were both like this goes back to like how we watch so much big 10 that we know all of these teams weaknesses so we like always think they're gonna lose but we forget that teams in other conferences also have weaknesses that we're just not familiar with and but we're just like the big 10 is so dominant that like while like watching a, like all of our teams like beat up on each other throughout the big 10 um conference season like we totally forget that like these teams honestly aren't like at the same like strength level from like top down so like we could definitely like do some damage and like seeing purdue obviously they're like co like big 10 champions of the regular season and we're just like yeah no that was a joke purdue like sucks like they're gonna they're such a lame three seed and like here they are in the elite eight and i'm like you know boiler up (laughs) remember like fill out your brackets episode when we were just like yeah they probably just put Purdue (laughs) as a three seed because they saw that they were co-big 10 champions but like they clearly haven't watched Purdue at all (laughs) they are in the elite eight so I mean I'm a fan boiler up let's let's pull for them in the big 10 because do it for spike yeah do it for spike and also if we need a big 10 team to pull for and um yeah not the alternative we're not rooting for michigan state we're rooting for <laughs> vacated <laughs> um we are rooting for vacated and if vacated doesn't do the job boiler up well duke oh, be like 
Zion. (laughs) Speaking of Zion, that Duke UCF game, I don't know why I put myself through that. It was like the... Yeah, Hannah was going to quit basketball after that game. It wasn't even a Michigan game. And she's like, I'm going to quit basketball. I'm like, remember the pact? I've, yeah, well, okay, so obviously I Michigan's loss yesterday was really bad but the emotions in the Duke UCF game were like I'm like one of those people where like when like I really like take in everyone's emotions I this sounds like really deep but it's like true so when I see these guys so stressed out I literally as soon as like the game was over and you just like it was like to like I don't know it it just came down it was really really close and obviously both teams have so so much on the line because it's March and also because like UCF could be the team that beat Duke and then Duke's entire legacy was at stake so I think that those two teams had more at stake than you even usually do at March do in March and then as soon as the game was over and you just see those guys faces and like how happy like the Duke guys were and like honestly as much crap as I give Duke like they have worked so hard this season and like to see it come down to a loss in the second round would be like really like harmful to their I don't know like you know what I mean like Harley's giving me the dirtiest look right now but I feel like for as much hype that Duke has gotten this season they've got to at least make it to like the final four or like at least the sweet 16 because otherwise it's going to be like remember that Duke team and then it's going to be like what Duke team like I don't know I feel like if they've gotten this much hype they have to at least make it somewhere in the tournament um but like I don't know just like I literally as soon as the game was over I like <laughs> I like started you're crying you're such a Duke fan I'm not why I'm not a Duke fan literally why why I, I'm okay I'm not a Duke fan but I just like as soon as the game was over it was like you know when you're like going through a really stressful time and you just have to like stay in the zone and you like don't notice it and then as soon as it's over you just like let all the emotions go I was just like <sighs> and then all of a sudden these tears start coming down my face and I was like why did I put myself through that like that was like my heart was racing. It was just – that was, like, one of the most emotional games I've ever seen in my life. Also, Aubrey Dawkins still exists. Fun fact. Yeah, that one was the worst experience ever. And I'm also glad that I didn't have to experience something like that because um, UCF went up for the last second shot to, like, win the game, and it ricocheted, like – off the rim and they all it was so heartbreaking and then they like stupid blue devils just like start chucking the basketball all over the place i'm like honestly hate you (laughs) for ruining ucf's hopes and dreams like that that's just rude af that game was more emotional and like create like it was worse than like the houston game with the jordan pool shot i think because Harley's going to hate me for saying this. I think Houston and Michigan, uh, we both had a lot on the line because it's March and we both wanted to make it to the Sweet 16, but it wasn't as important as Duke UCF because UCF could have the reputation for like, well, okay, UCF is also just like annoying always and like always wants some sort of postseason clout. But um like it was just more it was more at stake because duke has this like legacy of being like the best like freshman class of all time except for the fed five obviously and ucf could be the team that beat duke whereas like michigan and houston there's no actual like it's just like you want to make it to the sweet 16 there's no like like specific like oh i want to beat this team and make it to the sweet 16 if that makes sense okay harley's like mad at me okay so 
Now we're going to discuss who we're pulling for in the tournament since our boys are gone. The daggers. Yeah, that's why we're moving on. <laughs> so we're moving on. Okay. So how dare she disrespect UCF like that? Do, do, do you like UCF? I like any team that will give Duke a run for their money and is well deserving of a win. Okay, but yes, I respect that, and Every I couldn't decide who I wanted I to win throughout the game. For whoever is playing against Duke, I will pull for them no matter who it is. You can be you're a gonna, Wake Forest, you're and me I will so pull mad. for you. You are going to regret that so much because more than likely, State's going to be playing Duke, and that is part of the reason. That is probably 90... That's all of the reason, actually. That's 100% of the reason why I wanted Duke to win, which I didn't even decide who I wanted to win until after the game, but we need Duke to be there to knock MSU, so... I think anybody can knock MSU, but obviously Duke had their like chance of... like vibe into the final four because that was what everyone expected of them but honestly it's march so anything can happen why are you being so mean to me (laughs) why are you being so pro duke i'm not pro duke i just like want them to beat msu i i don't want okay i really want state to lose today um who are we pulling for in the tournament now obviously we're pulling for vacated to beat msu and pp and the ducks are gone so no more pp i think i think i'm a purdue fan now yeah, I'm kind of like iffy about who to select. Maybe just root for our brackets. Nah. Maybe. I might root for my brackets because I have a couple with Duke and a couple with UVA so, and UNC. So. I was going to say, like, I think like coming down to it, we're going to have to pick one of those three. Yeah. Oh, awful. So, like, lesser of <laughs> the three evils. Probably UVA. Yeah, I but mean, you're a like, UVA I feel fan. like if I do that, I might doom them, so. Well, we all know who I secretly am a fan of, but okay. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> um, guys, if you haven't watched Duke's show on ESPN+. No, Plus, don't do it. it so don't weird. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, so superlatives. Take pride in yourself and don't do that. <laughs> Um, if you guys have listened, you know that every game we give the Vibe the Vibes award to whoever vibed the vibes. So for yesterday's game against Texas Tech University, the Vibe the Vibes award goes to Texas Tech. Congratulations. You guys vibed and no one on our team did. I don't think anyone vibed the vibes, honestly. I mean, Iggy did okay, but... But it just like, just like, Okay. Yeah. You know those commercials that are like, just okay is not okay? Like, like it was literally just okay. <laughs> like, My dad really likes that commercial. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so also like CJ Baird gets the like 3J Baird award. Because no else gets award. Singular three. Whoa. Why is there like thunder? <laughs> is that actual thunder? <laughs> is it raining? I'm going to Google it. Weather. It's not thunder. And... It's like very much like wheels. Anyways. Should we, like, Why, move on? Uh, it's raining. Wait, no. I don't know what day of the week it is. Very much not raining. Okay, it's not raining. Okay, so we also wanted to give some season-long superlatives because the season has come to a bittersweet end. Mostly just bitter. A bitter end. Um, but we want to look back In true fashion, it's a bitter end. Yes. That is true. Um, oh, I just had a flashback. We ain't nothing but consistent here yeah. at the University of Michigan. 
leaders and best. Mm-hmm. Um, vibe to the vibes for this season goes out to Iggy Brezdikas. Brezdikas. I always say Brezdikas, and it's so annoying. That's not how you say it. Um, Iggy is the vibe the vibes. Okay. Someone's like, oh, maybe it's like a trash can. Yeah. yeah. Have fun listening to that, everybody. Yeah, yeah so sights and sounds of Ann Arbor. Um, solid waste <laughs> disposal. Sounds, smells. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to waste management. Um, <laughs> Angelino, yeah. Uh, also, like, shout out to everyone who decided to do their laundry at 8.30 a.m. this morning. <laughs> if you heard the door open and close more times than it ever has on our podcast. Um, freshman of the year goes to Iggy, but also I just want to give a big shout out to all the freshmen. I think we saw a lot out of them that we weren't expecting. And I can't wait to see what we see next year because I think I like next year, I feel like David DeJulius is going to develop a lot over the summer. Obviously, Colin Castleton. I feel like Colin Castleton is going to be like big when he comes back. And then um, put some weight on him. Brandon Johns Jr. I think is the easiest, like most obvious he will be a contributor last year. He just needs to like develop a little bit in the off season, but he'll be a big contributor next year. Yeah, I'm excited for all of the freshmen. I'm glad that most of them got like at least multiple games of playing time because that's like crucial for them. Like it might not see a lot to them, seem a lot to them, because it would usually just be around like the minute thirty mark in the second. But honestly. Any playtime is, like, good for, like, improving your game, obviously. And um, just to, like, know that, like, you have, like, a role is super important moving forward. And I'm excited to see, like, how John Beeline develops these guys because I've been pretty impressed so far. Camp Sanderson. Not as well. (laughs) All right. We'll be back. Colin, (laughs) like, (laughs) had some weight. (laughs) Uh, we'll be back after this. <laughs> hey, I'm Spencer Hall. I'm Holly Anderson. I'm Ryan Nanny. I'm Jason Kirk. And we're the hosts of the Shutdown Fullcast, your Avengers of college football podcast. It says here in the script I'm to riff on what that means. And basically what I mean is it's all already spoiled. Every Tuesday, we talk about everything from cooking disasters to pro wrestling to unfashionable pants we wore in middle school. We also do talk about college football every now and then, like mascot fights, announcers fleeing the booth early, and unfashionable pants that coaches wear now. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it should be taken, subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or in your favorite podcast app. Hey, I'm Neil Patel, editor-in-chief of The Verge, host of The Vergecast. We've been revamping The Vergecast more and more lately, and we're coming out with episodes twice a week, sometimes even a third bonus episode. On Tuesdays, I talk to influential people around the world of tech, like Microsoft founder Bill Gates and other tech execs like the founder of Lime Scooters, the CEO of Beyond Meat. We've also been talking to a lot of reporters and academics about the major pressing policy issues in tech, like Facebook's content moderation, they're not doing great, YouTube's harassment plan, or lack thereof, and whether or not the government should break up Amazon, which... Maybe it should. And then every Friday, I sit down with executive editor Dieter Bone and Paul Miller for our chat show. We cover the latest in tech news and product reviews. We bring in our other reporters from around the Verge. That show is a party. You should listen to it. You can hear all that and more if you subscribe to the Vergecast wherever you get your podcast. We'd love for you to listen and join us. So again, subscribe to the Vergecast wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. After this. <laughs> okay. And we're back. Um, and other news. 
We have like a little bit of other news. Uh, we love John Morant, but you already yeah. knew that. Um, so basically, the reason we well we love John Morant because like thanks for like being fun to watch. Um, but there was this dunk dunk contest where like a woman won, and a lot of people I guess were really upset with it because there were like there was some guy who was doing some like crazy dunks. I honestly like don't really know the context, but um, John Morant like stood up for this not like. Not like, ah, she deserved to win. But it was like, he was like, she deserved to win. <laughs> he tweeted, he's like, you see males dunk all the time. It's rare you see females dunk. I honestly don't care who won. You got to give her her respect, though. And like, thank you, Ja. And he like, kind of like, there were these annoying people who were like, she didn't deserve to win. Her dunks weren't as cool. But he was like, dude, like the stuff, those dunks that guy was doing were cool. But like, there are lots of guys who can dunk like that but the stuff she was doing like you barely ever see like women dunk in the first place and then she was doing like cool dunks so credit to her honestly yeah we're not like 12 feet tall like dudes are so yeah exactly seeing a woman dunk like honestly i am impressed I could yeah. never reach the rim. I'm, like, considered on the tall side. Like, I could never do that. Also, I just, like, don't have hops. But, like, <laughs> I was, like, I Googled one time, like, how tall does that a person with average athleticism have to be to dunk? Because my little brother is, like, a little bit taller than me, and he's, like, trying to learn how to dunk. Like, he literally – well, I haven't been – home regularly in a while but last time I was home like every night he would pull like the car out into the driveway so the headlights would be like he's under the lights just because he had to be able to see because it was dark and then he would just practice dunking for like an hour and he's only a couple inches taller than me so I was like maybe like I'd be really really freaking impressive if I could dunk and also my workout routine always consists of just trying to learn like one specific skill Harley gets so mad when I go on these rants Anyway, I thought because it was a every story. time you listen back, you're like, "Why did I share this story about X, Y, and Z?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't know. I honestly don't know." I'm fun listening to that. Okay, okay. other news. Uh, Gronk retired. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like. It was kind of a slow sports news week. Other than March Madness, there wasn't a ton going on. Oh, how can you possibly forget what yesterday was in terms of sports news? I mean, like, other, wait, what happened besides March Madness? Baseball? Congratulations, baseball fans. You're officially back in season. Okay, okay actually, I have a, a baseball segment that we're going to do. I didn't tell you what it was beforehand because I was afraid you were going to cheat. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a baseball competition. Um, we're We're going to, like, have, like, a, like, fact battle. What so, are you doing? <laughs> okay, so neither of us really follow baseball, but um, we're gonna try to like to like recap like baseball for you guys. <laughs> we're gonna like one of us has to give a fact that we know. We can't Google it. I promise, I didn't do any research. You can't Google it. I have to give like a fact about baseball, and then you have to like give a fact you know that has to be like better than the fact I know. And we're gonna like go back and forth until someone wins. <laughs> Okay, so I'll, do you want to start? Or do you want me to start? I don't understand this game. Okay, I, oh I'm gonna start. God. Okay, the fact that I know about baseball is that Mike Trout makes like a lot of money. My fact that I know about baseball is Bryce Harper has like one of the like top deals that a baseball player has ever received. But I think he got surpassed by somebody else, and he makes like over like three hundred million or something. I think he got. 
passed by Mike Trout, so... Is that who Mike Trout is? Who is that awful? Also, like, um, Manny Machado went to, like... Mike Trout sounds like a person that's, like, an owner. Not, like, a baseball <laughs> player. Mike Trout, is like... He a player? Seems, yeah, <laughs> Okay, so then, Owners like, my fact, like just, like, I just, like, went backwards. I just, like, yeah. reverted. I was, like, okay. Because I remember seeing the, like, thing about Bryce Harper, and then I guess, like, Mike Trout was the next one. And I just, I like, reverted so. back in time. So, like, my, can it be, like, golf and we go for lowest score? Because <laughs> I would be winning. <laughs> um, my other fact is, like, Kyler Murray. Place. Kyler Murray like, definitely went to the NFL draft time was at NBA and I'm like yeah but he, he was with the A's for like a minute also like Shea Patterson like signed with the Rangers <laughs> and apparently like I don't know if he like trains with them in the offseason but like the way that works you can still like train with them and like do a decent amount of stuff when you're still playing college football so interesting I didn't know yeah. that um is that all we know about baseball um okay i know uh, justin verlander is like getting an extension with the astros which i thought was weird but i don't like okay so like I, my like family watches the tigers so like i never like followed it but it was it's always on tv in the summer so i like obviously know who justin verlander is and then i got really sad when they traded him because i was like ah oh, he's like my childhood and then I heard that he's getting, like, an ex- a contract extension, and I was really confused because I thought we, like, traded him away because he was, like, too old to play baseball. But, like, what do I know? <laughs> um, okay, is that – did I just win the baseball fact competition? I mean, obviously. I don't know anything about baseball. I'm, like, honestly feeling, like, pretty smart right now. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so last thing before we head over to the onesie guy interview is our fail list. I can't get over the fact that I like reverted like back in time. So I think I deserve to win. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, Mike Trout makes a lot of money, and you're like, Bryce Harper makes a lot of money, but some guy surpassed (laughs) him. I'm like 90% sure it was Mike Trout because Mike Trout just signed this like giant deal that's like the biggest ever in the world in anything (laughs) Um, (laughs) so our fail list uh number one is me knowing baseball (laughs) (laughs) oh also knowing the order of events of like baseball deals (laughs) we might be a baseball podcast because now that basketball is over we still want to be a weekly podcast and probably we'll just end up being like general like sports news and offseason i think i just shot our credibility of being a baseball podcast by knowing the reverse order of things. So we can be a, re- a reverse baseball podcast. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Tweet us if that's what you like. We'll, but I, we'll be like baseball, like facts in reverse. <laughs> that's our new podcast. Yeah, baseball we'll facts in reverse. Favorite, um, baseball facts in reverse podcast. <laughs> probably would be your favorite baseball facts in reverse podcast. Um, I don't know. Uh, okay, so the fail like list. <laughs> I think number one on the fail list. I didn't put this on, but like baseball, like <laughs> who just like you just sounded like baseball. a robot. I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> baseball. Like I sort of like wish I had a TV 
like how grownups have it where you just like turn it on and change the channel um like a tv because, well like mine you have to like hook it up to my computer like oh, with an hdmi what are you going on about? What is the point of the story again? No, just because, like, I do miss, like, when I lived at home, like, baseball's always on in the summer, and I never really watched it, but it still just, like, felt like summer to just have it on the TV there. Um, so, but baseball goes on the fail list because I don't know who would, like, sit down and actively watch a game of baseball. Um, next on the fail list, Harley, do you want to go for it? Mm, never mind. Wait. Okay, so next on the fail list is Michigan basketball. Oh, okay. I was like, because when you like became like a robot, I like didn't hear what you said. So I was just like, I don't know which one she's going just, on about. When I, was on the, when I was on a robot, I, when I was a robot, I just said Michigan, or I just said baseball's on the fail list. Oh, just like as a concept or like maybe like us knowing about baseball. Okay, yeah. Next on the fail list um, was Michigan basketball yesterday. Like not like in general Michigan basketball, but just like yesterday. Specifically, yeah. specifically, like our shooters. I like won't rag on them for being like just a concept on the fail list. Like the next one. Yeah. So Michigan football as a concept is on the. Fail it's just list. like a concept on the fail list. Because I think every time football loses, it hurts. It hurts, and it's usually like a pretty close and, like, game. Also, for like five like, hours out of our lives, green on the other side, kind of like vibe with football. I'm just always like, you're a disappointment. <laughs> Yeah, we don't get excited for football season because we know it's only going to break Remember yesterday when I said I was excited for football? Yeah, she, like, whispered. She's like, I'm kind of excited for football. And I was like, do you want to, like, not tell anyone that? Because And lo and behold, I'm telling everyone that will, like, listen. It's like, I'm kind of excited for football. But I, like, didn't, like, specifically, like, clarify, like, what football I'm excited for. What football are you excited for? I'm excited for football to come back, just, like, as a concept. Okay. I didn't like specifically say anything about Michigan football, but I'm just saying like football. No, that's true. I'm excited for football season. That okay, that's very no, fair. That's like better sounding, right? Than being like yes. I'm excited for Michigan football. I'm like I don't think I could ever like say that. Ooh, I just did, but like you know, my favorite part of football season is like waking up in over. the morning, and <laughs> that and like waking up in the morning and sitting on my couch and like putting on game day and like doing my homework oh, and yeah. like drinking coffee while game day's on, and then like at like noon you like. Do you want to like, like hope it's a bye week for down, Michigan? You want to go, like go down like memory lane for a second? Yes. And remember very Michigan? I have to go to class. <laughs> remember Michigan playing uh, Wisconsin? Yes. Okay, like remember that moment? And um, remember when Michigan played uh, Penn State? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This past season, like, yeah. Go look at those very if you're cute. <laughs> you're welcome. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're going to be back after this, and when we come back, it's going to be the onesie guy interview, so stay tuned. No. Okay, <laughs> Okay. so we're here on the, uh, probably like the Northwood bus or something, right? Yes. Northwood? Okay, with a uh, special guest. Um, okay, special guest, do you go by Alex or onesie guy? I mean, I could do both, but Alex is fine. <laughs> Do you, like, respond to both? Yeah, all the time, unfortunately. That's how people know me, so... So if I, like, <laughs> ran down the street was, like, one Z, you would turn around? I would, I would turn around and be like, yeah. <laughs> I might be a little put off, but yeah, I'd be like, what? <laughs> okay, so if you're wondering why we're on the bus, um, <laughs> I feel like I should clarify that. Um, what are you studying? Uh, I'm an environmental engineer, so fun. <laughs> In... 
that's North Campus. A right? North Campus dweller. Uh, <laughs> big nerd. Big nerd. <laughs> so in honor of his studies, we thought we'd take a day in the life and get the real experience of onesie guy. So we're here on the Northwood bus with the onesie guy and the whiteboard. Here's the whiteboard. <laughs> I hope that like gives you the real experience. Okay, do you want to ask any questions? No, to have the like true experience, we hurdled over in the middle, <laughs> the median, <laughs> to get on this bus. Oh yeah, sure, that's right. Oh, yeah, we had a hurdle. And we saw Northwood pull up and we had a, oh shoot, we got to get that. I'm and, not allowed to curse, am I? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. And, and Harley goes, um, she's like, <laughs> Harley's like, that's how I've always pictured a North Campus kid <laughs> when you jumped over. I'll you guys are laughing at me. <laughs> Okay, do you want to ask any questions or should I like there's always at least three that I see with their backpack so <laughs> like, like go <laughs> I'm like are you on the track team? <laughs> I think you got the questions better okay. asked. Okay. Go. What is your origin story of like being the onesie guy? Okay, so Maze Rage asked the hug department to get whiteboards kinda like to run the student section, but after a month to try and do that, maybe two months. Uh, it didn't work at all. Nobody listened, and we couldn't draw that fast. So uh, I just started writing funny stuff on the, them, and uh, yeah, and it just kind of grew from there. I just kind of did more. And the rest is history. Yeah. And then he ended up on the Northwood bus. Yeah, so. the bus. That's where I wanted to end up. <laughs> Are you training a successor? Ooh, uh, no, but probably probably not a good idea. I probably should have found someone to do it. We'll see though. I think maybe we got someone, but we'll see. Would you call the successor the Toozy guy? The what? Toozy? Oh my god. Oh my god. That's. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright. Might as well ask. <laughs> um, what is your creative process when you're writing on the whiteboard? Uh, jeez. Uh, most of the time it's just random. Uh, maybe I'll go on Twitter the day before, a couple days before, and try and write stuff down to plan. Or I'll like. Maybe I'll like ask some friends to send me a meme or something, and I'll try and draw that. There's been a couple times I've been at, not been able to draw certain things, like like the you know the one with the car who like oh. turns off the highway. I tried drawing that, could not draw that for the life of me. So like that would like, require a lot of like depth. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll spend a good week or so ahead of time, maybe looking up stuff. Huh. So I have like a, my whole notes on my phone is just full of stuff for each team. That's what I do for Instagram captions. <laughs> <laughs> we're in like a meme group chat. I we're just in like the <laughs> just the Michigan one. Like, was it Wol Michigan memes for Wolverines? Yeah. Just that one. That's okay, it. Okay. You're on that sometimes too. People post. I stories. have. Yeah, the one was like the. Well, you know let me let, let me leave. I mean, study for finals. That one was pretty. That was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Yeah. That was, good. That was on there. Have you ever thought about applying for a stamp school of art and design? No. <laughs> if you did, okay. So I have like some things you could put in your portfolio. One, the whiteboard things, and two, like the whiteboard itself because you created that. Oh, yeah, that's true. I did make my own whiteboard. Yeah. And you carry around that like big black like canvas bag that everyone has. Oh yeah, and all the artists, artists do. Yeah. yeah. And they also hurdle over the median with those bag things. Oh my gosh, they jump over it all the time. <laughs> They're the worst at it. <laughs> They always run in front of the bus too on North Campus. They always run in front of it. Oh, Our school kids gotta watch out for them. <laughs> you're like, I'm, there's no point to art school kids because you can like draw the memes and you're not even in the art school. I mean, yeah, 
like who needs some tips to create? Sure. <laughs> like, is there a turf war between the engineers and the art students? No, not really. Like the the one the one time we really like interact is in Bursley, and it oh. sucks because what they'll always do is like 7 a.m. in the morning they're about to go to class. So we're all in like the dining hall and stuff, and then they start singing. <laughs> Wait, they do. No, that is true. They well, that's do. probably like they, the, the music and music theater and dance kids. Uh, yeah, it's probably, it's probably them, but... They're kind of all the same. Nuh-uh. The theater kids are a different level. That's true. Yeah. That's true. They're very uh, eccentric. They will sing all the time. Always. Would you... <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, there's so many questions. Oh, um, so, like, Sweet 16. Yeah. How did you celebrate your Sweet 16? Um... You know, at this point, no. Uh, let's see. What did I even do? I think I was just watching it. Oh, I was, I was doing homework. <laughs> Very anticlimactic. Wow, yeah. yeah. It got you into STEM School of Art and Design. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think Tom Izzo is a meanie head? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I met him one time. He was nice then, but he also doesn't know me, so. Was he a nicey head? At the time, yeah. I had a basketball. I had him sign it for my friend who's a Michigan State fan. So I don't know if I'd call him a friend, but you know. I'd call him a friend. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Friend, friend of the podcast, Meanie Head Tom Izzo. Meanie Head Tom Izzo. Okay. For sure. Definitely. People got pretty mad that we called him a Meanie Head on our last podcast. I feel like that's the nicest way you could have put it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we weren't saying that he should be fired. We're just like, he's a Meanie. I agree. <laughs> kind of stealing the show. Do you have any questions? No. <laughs> um, when do you think your fame peaked? Oh, when it peaked? Oh my god. Um, or has it not peaked? I'm sure it's peaked. I'm sure no one's, everyone's going to forget about me in about a month or so. Oh, that's so sad. Nah, you know, it's whatever. But uh, I think it peaked when, you guys know Ant Wright? Yes. Yeah, he he shouted me out on Twitter one time and then, and then like, uh, like, 300 people followed me after that, so I think that was when it kind of took off, for sure. Did the fame go to your head? Everyone in the maze rage says it does. I hope it hasn't, but (laughs) but we'll see. Then why do they say that it has? Well, they'll run, like, okay, so for example, we were in Chicago, or or San Antonio last year, Uh, we would walk down the street, and I would be wearing the onesie, just like downtown San Antonio slash Chicago. San Antonio is hot AF, let me tell you yes. what. But Chicago is nice because it was like another layer. So, but they'll like be like, "Hey, come take a picture of the onesie guy," and I'll be like, "No, guys, stop doing that." But the, because the fact that I say no, don't do that, means that I had, I don't know. Yeah, that was the way they explained it. For me. Yeah. Like, don't want the yeah. My arm is but so then, sore. But then that would assume that there was paparazzi looking for me. So like, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Um, do you remember the Alamo? I do. I went there. We went there. <laughs> we did. Do you remember? I was wearing the onesie at the Alamo. Not, not, not the best. No, it was so hot when we went to the Alamo. Oh. There's like this awkward gap in our photo because we like didn't want to touch anybody. Do you remember Mo? Yes. He, I, my freshman year, we, we were running around and asked everyone who the favorite player was my freshman year. So when he, Mo's freshman year, I was like, Mo Wagner's my favorite player. So I called it first, guys. Ooh, first one. There you go. Mm-hmm. He was the first ever Mo Wagner fan. You yep. heard it here. Like when Mo was like small. 
small acne, all that. Oh yeah. Also, we, we need to get off here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or else we're gonna go up to like the the, the far reaches of the north. We don't want to go there. There are like wolves we there. Don't want to go there. And turkeys. <laughs> White walkers up there. You know, watch out. There are engineers up there. <laughs> okay, we'll be back after this. All right, so we're back. <laughs> we're back on Central Campus. Um, does this feel like unfamiliar territory to you? No, I live here. <laughs> sounds sounds oh, awesome. Not all engineers don't live up on North Campus. Heck, nothing happens on North Campus, so I have to live on Central to do stuff. Except for the engineers. Do the engineers think you're like an outcast because you live on Central? No. No, actually, surprisingly, a lot of engineers live on Central. Yeah, that's true. One of my roommates is an engineer. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, okay, so, like, if someone were to, like, want to, like, steal your look, how oh, would yeah. they go about finding an outfit? that is inspired by your outfit um uh, probably the m dent people have started wearing more onesies at the basketball games i'll be honest i don't know if it's because of me or just because they're super comfy who knows kind of sounds like the fame's going to your head <laughs> <laughs> i hope it's comfy but uh and then other people also brought their own they brought their own whiteboards i'm like oh Cool. Wow. So, like, so, you have like your own fan club, like John Teske. No, I don't have, I know, I don't you have. Make shirts. <laughs> <laughs> let's, no. let's make shirts. Actually, no. next year we're going to roll up to basketball uh, games. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like long <laughs> OG, like onesie guy FC. We need so to find really? two more members. OG I'm sure it'll be easy. Plenty of people. Uh, <laughs> we can just ask your like other fans to join the club. Um, okay, and then... So we're going to have to, like, sneak down into, like, Maze Rage and not ha hide in the rafters because we have to don our shirts. <laughs> yeah. In honor. <laughs> yeah. Um... Long live two of you. There's two of you. Yeah. 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 We're the <laughs> And we can, like, each wear, like, half of a onesie. Well, no. Oh, my God. Horrifying. <laughs> 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 at first, I pictured like like a top half and bottom half, but then I was like, no, it's definitely better down the middle. Definitely better down I the middle. I definitely pictured down the middle first, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. But, so, so like half, like someone could wear the pants and someone could wear like the jacket. The jacket. Of the onesie. <laughs> sure. If you cut it in half, it'd be like pants and a jacket. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Not like in the middle. It would just be like. No, is that when you call it toozy? Yeah. <laughs> so do we have an official endorsement from Onesie Guy for Tuesday? Oh my god. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I can't stop you. Like, that sounds like an official endorsement to me. How do you take the look from day to night? What? <laughs> like, if you're like going to class in the Onesie Guy outfit and then you need to like maybe like go, go to Rick's. Rick's. How would you take the outfit to make it from class appropriate to Rick's appropriate? Um, I'll pack it. I, I'm usually I'll have like a drawstring backpack so I can take it off. I always have jeans underneath it, so I'm always ready to like to like. Always Rick's ready. Always, yeah, always have to be, I mean, SCR. SCR after the game, of course, you have to. You always right. have to be ready. So the the onesie has been to Rick's, but it's in the drawstring. Yes. Can't confirm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that onesie's been everywhere. Um Yeah. <laughs> um, do we have any other questions that we're like pressing? We uh, we still have to get the sound of the whiteboard and our oh predictions for the sweet sixteen. <laughs> All right, so now we're in my basement. So sorry for all the <laughs> just if you if you need to like visualize the setting. Um, my basement is the setting. 
Um, so I have, we have a couple more questions for onesie guy who is still among us. And then, <laughs> and then, and then we also are going to give our predictions for this game that is looming over us. What is it? 30 minutes away? Oh my gosh. 40 minutes? 40 minutes away. Probably like, probably like two hours. 10 million years because Yeah, probably. Carly, you're going to have to like, if you want to talk, you're going to have to <laughs> Not talk closer. Not facing the right way. <laughs> Okay, so my question, I have a question about a pineapple. Um, okay, so I was at a football game, and we were discussing, like, during football season, and we were discussing, we were discussing, um, we were like, remember the onesie guy? Like, we were discussing you, basically. And, and we were like, how can we be that equivalent but for football season? And then this guy, I don't know who he was, but he was like, we could be the pineapple guys. And like every time there's a touchdown, we just take a bite out of a pineapple. And I was like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And so I just wanted to hear your opinion on that. I mean, that'll do the job. <laughs> I was like, wait, how will that gain traction? I don't know. I, I don't know. The, like, the number of times I put people on, like, in the stadium at football games is very rarely. And it's always the, the yip yips. Uh, the, the like the uh, cookie monster looking mm. yeah. um, the yip yips and then pretty much the front row and that's about it so if we're in the front row eating a pineapple they'll definitely put you on for right. sure i'll make sure How to let that bring in a pineapple the same way i snuck in of lots of things i won't say what but like <laughs> like i've snuck it like i've stuck in Bo, my little stuffed animal all the time they yelled at me for bringing that in so i had to sneak that in right. so. have you ever snuck in cliff bars Yes. Me too. I'm as well. <laughs> they don't check your pockets. <laughs> they do not. As long as you have your jacket open and your hat off, you're yes. good. <laughs> uh, were you going to say something? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's... Do we have any more questions? Oh, we still need to hear the sound of the whiteboard, but I think... Oh, oh yeah. Nope, I have it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know I'm what so you excited. want. Like, whiteboards don't make noise. <laughs> Guys, get ready. All right, what what color would you guys prefer? What color sounds best? Oh my goodness, I have <laughs> I have purple, pink, green, or orange. Okay, well definitely like Texas Tech is orange, right? No, oh, they're red. <laughs> oh, okay, so maybe purple, yeah. Purple. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> Whoa! I see the technique. Wow, could you guys tell that was like a smiley face and some other more abstract stuff? <laughs> okay, yeah. Do you do you make whiteboard signs for away games? Only if I'm at the game. I don't like I'm sitting on my couch. I'm not gonna write, write a whiteboard. <laughs> <Just show it. laughs> I'm not gonna show my roommate in my. Like, can you do that? Can you do this one time? <laughs> I'm gonna write a whiteboard for my roommate and my cat. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> like, that's what you're gonna be like post grad life. Oh my like, god. Oh yeah, that was a question we got on Twitter. Are you gonna continue to go to games after you graduate and like have a whiteboard? Oh, I'm so my roommate has another semester, so I convinced him to buy season tickets, student student season tickets for me for next year. But I'm not gonna go in the onesie or bring the whiteboard because that'd just be ridiculous. So you're gonna be in like a tie. Or like <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go to the games. I might try and get a good seat, but like I'll just wear regular Michigan clothes. Like alumni association. Maybe, maybe I'll be like <laughs> Michigan. Alumni Michigan card? alumni. <laughs> Our friend always brings the alumni card everywhere. There's a card. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I 
you like you might be the only one who has that. Maybe. Oh I would never buy that. I did the same thing too. Such I have like one semester left, and I was like, basketball is very much in the winter, but I'm very much buying these things. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to, for sure. I'm excited. So what hopefully ex- they don't flop. An exclusive club for the alumni. Yeah. Group. <laughs> I'll be like the only student. I won't have to go to class. Yeah. And like neither would you. Mm-hmm. And we'd just like sit there and enjoy our time and not have to study for fun. That would be so nice. <laughs> How did you like vibe into the like organization and become like a leader in best? Oh my goodness. Um <laughs> <laughs> so cliche. Um Let's see. Um, So I didn't join the Maze Rage, I guess, because, like, the Maze Rage in general is, like, the whole student section. But, like, there's a core, like, all the leaders and stuff of it. And best. Um, Leaders and best, yes. (laughs) Hence the song. Um, Hence the... (laughs) Yeah, of course, definitely. Um, But I didn't even know about it until my freshman year. And then I realized that there's a bunch of people, like, who really like the game and they're, like, actually kind of, like, leading the whole thing. It's like, there has to be something for it. And so I asked, and they were like, yeah, we have meetings every Monday at 7. Wait, did so, you just go up to them and ask? And we just, there's, there's a guy leading the student section with a cape, and <laughs> turns out his name was Aaron, but I went up another to him. Another A, perhaps? Another A, yeah, another A. Um, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, we meet Mondays at 7, and I was like, yeah, I'll go. So I brought a couple of my friends, and we've been going ever since. So oh. it's been fun, and I guess it was just kind of, got too deep into it and became the VP of it, so. Does <laughs> it, like, work? Do you, like, vote on it? Like, yeah, we, we vote stuff. We vote on stuff, yeah. Like, we vote on the positions. Like, I tried for to be super fan this year, but someone beat me to it. And honestly, it was probably for the best because then um, I wouldn't have been able to do the whiteboards if I was a super fan. What does super fan do? They just lead the section and stuff. Oh, so, like, so they like, hold the white, like, like, they hold the... Like, the overtones mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they start that and stuff. So, like, you'd be, like, binder guy instead. Mm-hmm, I would have been binder guy. Mm, who also happens, a, yeah. Doesn't have a ring to it. Find a guy who also happens to wear a onesie. Find a onesie. You'd still be onesie guy. Yeah, maybe. Who also wears a cape, because yeah. that's part of the rule. What did you like do as VP? Uh, as VP, I am in charge of recruitment and reserving the rooms for our um, oh, our meetings. Did you just be in the union? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I only did. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we used to be in the union, <laughs> and now we're in the. Now we're in uh, the league for our meetings. Uh, but no, like this past summer, I, w- I talked to almost every single freshman when they came to orientation and tried to convince them. So. Really? It's like, how do you find them? Well, like, so the, do you guys remember going to the, see the show about being a good roommate, like up on North Campus? Like, the ETC? Yeah, the weirdest, the yeah. weirdest show you've ever seen in your life. After that, they go take you to like, like a quick expo. Yeah, I was doing orientation. I had just done a flu. Ooh. <laughs> So you lucked out. You lucked out. <laughs> they like, made so me weird. go to everything though, and it I was... carried around like a barf bag because I was scared. Oh, it was the weirdest thing you've ever watched in your entire life. So like, just imagine that, but like also ill. So it was probably just like ten times worse. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> anyway. But like after that, there's an expo where all the groups go, and so I just kind of volunteered us to do it. So I just four days a week during the summer, I was there. Did you wear them? Just plugging. No, I should have. But I also, I'm not. I'm also not insane. So <laughs> when don't you wear them? <laughs> actually, hand, it's better. I like, think hand things it like all the time. <laughs> I know. Okay, so I only wear the onesie to basketball games ever. Like I'll wear it on the way there. Mm-hmm. I'll wear it on the way back, and that's about it. That's that's only. I don't wear it for football. I don't wear it for any other sports. So just basketball, just because I was the only. Like, oh, it gets very hot in in Chrysler. I will be. I'll be honest, but. Mm-hmm. 
places. I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> what? Do you? How often do you use the whiteboard? Uh, like in real life. In real life, like, <laughs> like <laughs> during the games. I mean, I don't like carry. I don't have like a foldable whiteboard in my back pocket. You know, never know. I have a I have a rollable one that I bring to away games. I had to sneak that in like Breslin and stuff, like United Center in Chicago. But yeah. All right, and then we have a very important question. Um, orange vanilla Coke, what are your takes? So initially, I got sick and tired of the ads. It's just they were they're absolutely obnoxious. Am I like agreement? Yes? Yes. yes. <laughs> Our full endorsement. <laughs> just stamp of approval. <laughs> Annoying AF. But um, it's actually good. Whoa. Can confirm it's wow. good. Went to Meyer last night with my roommate at about 2 a.m., got a 12 pack. Of what? Don't question why. <laughs> so like, two, like you like go to bed at like one fifty eight, and you're like, I just can't stop thinking about orange vanilla coke. Like, <laughs> and you like wake up your roommate, and you're like, I we need, need to get it. it. No, like I don't know why we were up that early. I think we were playing a game or something, and we were just like, you know what? We're kind of hungry. Yeah. And, oh, we were That's playing, like not food. We were playing Civ Six. <laughs> well, we went to. Oh, we went. To, <laughs> <laughs> we went and got food at. Um, so we went to the Meyer on Carpenter Road, not the one down on Slane Ann Arbor Road. Um, so, so there's two Meyers. Oh, I know. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, where did we go? We went to Steak and Shake. Uh, Apparently we were just craving steak and shake, so we went there, got food, and then afterwards we get went to Meyer because why not? We needed a couple of food, for, food for the game tonight, and then um, it was just a big stand of it right at the entrance. We we're like, I looked at it and was like, we kind of have to get this, so we got it, and yeah. I think we have three left. Wow! Over the course of the last day. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so, so it seems hard to believe. Orange vanilla Coke is officially endorsed by one Z guy. I do not endorse the in, in any of my ads, though. They're, no, they're very obnoxious. Obnoxious <laughs> as hell. <laughs> uh, okay. So is that the last question? Is that it? I think that might be it. Do you have anything else that you need to tell the fans? No, no. Do you unfortunately. Wanna, like, shout out your parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'll shout out my roommate Andrew. Aww. Hello, and my friend Austin. Hello, and Amanda. <laughs> Um, are those your fans? No, they're just my three friends. Like it's like there's a four, there's four of us, and all four of our names all start with A. Whoa! Yeah. Just so. like we're both with H's. Mm -hmm. So like all together we're like ah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so maybe that's the Onesie Guy fan club is like ah. Wait, would you be in your own fan club? Me? Yeah. I no, there should not be a fan club for me. I don't want a fan. No, or it's too much. Them. It's too much. Mm -hmm. We should start it. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for coming on the pod. Oh, yeah. Hopefully someone might be replaces me next year. We'll see. Yeah. Fingers crossed. The Tuesday. The Tuesday. All right. Well, bye. Okay, so we're back. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview. If you want to keep up with us, our podcasts are available under Maize and Brew Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and directly on the Maize and Brew website. So if you enjoyed listening to us, um, please subscribe and rate and spread the word and tweet us and tell us you love us. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, if you want to like find our podcast, Twitter, and Instagram, um, you can find us at at views from pod. Um, we have like that one picture of Colin Castleton all the time. And then like maybe like a vlog 
or two from like me yelling. So if you want to like see content like that, go hit it up. Occasional memes, but not honestly, memes. yeah, yeah. Um, and then if you want to find me personally on the internet, um, my Instagram is <laughs> Hannah and my Twitter is oh, Hannah underscore H two two seven. You can find me at Harley underscore Johnson X on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, sorry that like the season ended like this, but like honestly, we have a lot to look forward to, and always and forever, go blue. That was so sweet. Always and forever, go blue. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>